Our devotion for today comes from the Old Testament reading of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 42, verses 1 through 9. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth. And the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I've called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and the new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. The text for our Gospel Proclamation is the Old Testament reading I just finished reading for you and serves as the basis of our theme for the baptism of our Lord. I will make it heard to you. Behold my servant. Isaiah cries out to the people and proceeds to say words that must have made his people furious. Did you ever have to tell someone the truth knowing how mad it would make them? Walk with me back to that day or moment in time and consider how you accomplished that communication. What technique did you use to get your point across as gently as you could? Was it a quiet, still voice and a calm demeanor? Or were you more direct and even a little aggressive yourself? When did you decide to tell them? Early in the day? or just before close of business? Did you pick a public place or a private venue in order to help control their angry response? Did you bring other people along that could verify the need to share this news and support you in the certain negative feedback you were about to receive? Finally, did you tell them because you were frustrated with them, out of time with them, or because you simply loved them. How did they respond? I know. It's not something we like to recount unless the result of making them mad with the truth was the ultimate victory of winning a brother or a sister who eventually appreciated your honesty. This was Isaiah's problem today for his listeners. And the truth would really make them mad. Isaiah had to tell them, the Gentiles are going to conquer you and God will give them the victory. He was preaching to people who would be crushed reeds and dim wicks. 
They would be trampled by their enemies all around, like reeds left out on the ground for kings to walk on for soft footfalls in front of their subjects. Only the Judeans and Israelites would not participate as adoring subjects before their conquering king, rather as the reeds crushed under his feet. The torches would burn brightly over the temples of the false gods of Assyria and Babylon, while the lamps of the people of God became less than dim wicks. The people would flounder and suffer miserably, God told them through the prophet Isaiah. It was an unbearable truth for anyone, but especially by people who never anticipated this reality. I often wonder, did Isaiah deliver his message with extra guards at his side? Did he have an exit strategy as soon as he was done preaching? Did he resign himself to the fact that sometimes they do just kill the messenger? So, what happened when you told the truth? When you finished talking, did the pause seem unbearable before they responded to what you had to say? Did they look at you a little shocked and then reply, I didn't know, nobody ever told me before. And did you respond to them like so many of us do? Well, I'm telling you now, because you needed to know. Well, the decades would pass for God's people, and many did not know the truth and the consequences. They did not know the truth because they ignored it for too long, and the consequences because they no longer believed it either. But the truth would be heard because God said, I will make it heard to you. No longer can the individual die in ignorance of the truth because you means me and everyone needs to hear it. No longer can we feign blindness because the truth has opened our eyes. No longer can we say we are imprisoned because the truth has indeed set us free. No longer can the individual continue in their demise ignorant of the facts because we will give them the facts. No longer will ignorance walk the halls like intelligence because we will educate their willful lack of knowledge. We know who the servant was, whom God upheld, and we know how he saved everyone from their sins. We know how he came to serve sinners the forgiveness of all their sins. We know how the servant revealed himself to the Magi by means of the stars that we can look at today that show the king, born of a virgin, the shepherd of his people. We know that he came to be baptized to fulfill all things according to the law laid down by the creator of the universe. And we know that the servant came to be led to the cross and die in the very place we should have died for our sinful ignorance. This is the truth. And that just might make some really mad. I didn't need him to do that for me. I don't need my sins forgiven. He really doesn't have anything to offer me, and I certainly don't need 
him. Maybe you've heard those statements. Maybe you haven't. Regardless, they are the howling cries of the ill-informed, and while the truth might make them mad, it's exactly what they need. They need to know that Jesus was the suffering servant that died on the cross for their sins to set them free. They need to know that they laid him in the tomb as dead as any man has ever been. They need to know that he rose from the dead and actually descended into hell to tell the devil his claim to our souls is null and void and Christ Jesus would be taking it from there. They need to know that he ascended to the right hand of the Father from whence he will come again to judge both the living and the dead. They need to know because God was clear. I will make it heard to you. And God unmistakably said, Are you a wilting reed? This servant will not break you, but heal you and redeem you. Is your light about to go out? He will fill your lamp with everlasting oil that will never leave you in the dark again. Have you been treated unfairly? He is your servant who is faithful to you and will bring you justice. If you have told them, maybe you have had the joy of hearing them say, I never knew. Nobody told me before. And maybe you were the one utterly shocked because tears of Joy streamed down their face rather than words of anger. And you knew you want a brother or a sister for Jesus. Indeed, our Father made it known to them through you. Amen. Now may that peace which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen. Amen.